Hi, thanks so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to still talk about the storm. When we start believing God for something, Satan's going to come against us. That's what we've learned, and it's going to be like a storm. But Jesus was saying, if you build your life on the Word of God, you can just walk through that storm. It's not going to control you. And we talked about yesterday that that's what Jesus did. He stopped the storm. He said, what are you so afraid of? We have authority over the storms in our life. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, thanks so much that you're so good to us, that you want us to know, that you want us to have revelation knowledge. And we just receive that from you right now. We thank you that you said that you're going to be where we are when we talk about you. You're going to be here. So we're gathered in your name, and we're expecting that you're here. We just, we just believe that you are, and we're asking you to take over and just teach us. Love you and praise you. Love you so much. Amen. He's so good. I'm so in love with him. I just can't stand it. He's always giving me more revelation more revelation knowledge and to share with you guys. So how cool is that? So today, you know, our first message was um, the storm, you know, standing in the storm, not moving. And then he brought us to the fact that the name of the storm is fear. The storm is intended to get us to quit and to give up, to just bend at the knees and let Satan have his way. And today, God wants to tell us that the fear that he brings on is a lie. Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, and he said, Your father is the devil, and there's no truth in him. He's been a murderer from the start, and he just naturally lies. He can't tell the truth at all. He just can't tell the truth. He just can't do it. So whatever he's telling you, that's a clue to tell you that the opposed is true. He's a liar. He can't tell the truth. And so that fear that comes upon you, that fear that he tries to overtake you with, is just a lie, right? I mean, they're out in a boat, and um, the disciples thought they were going to die. So obviously, that was the thought Satan was giving them. And, and they're, they're, they aren't going to die. They had Jesus right in the boat with them. And we have Jesus in our heart. If you ask him to come live on the inside of you, he's on the inside of you. And he's there all the time, and you don't have to be afraid. And, you know, to conquer that fear, it always comes to getting to know the Word of God, having that revelation knowledge to know that fear is a lie, to know that the enemy is telling you a lie. Jesus said in Mark 4, be careful what you hear. Because what you hear is going to grow on the inside of you. It actually is. And so um, I want to read that to you, Mark 4.24. He said to them, be careful what you're hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth that you hear is a measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And so when you give the word of God your attention, when you give it thought, when you meditate it, that's how you're going to get out of that storm, to have the knowledge to do the word, to think the word, to, to apply the word to your life. And that's why um, Jesus said that if you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. He said that in Mark 4, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to come and try to take it. Why does he want to take the word of God? Because the word of God is your source. It's the revelation knowledge you need. It's what you need 
to stand, to build your house on a rock, to build your life on a rock is to build your life on the word of God. And so he's going to try to take that from you. He doesn't want you to have revelation knowledge. So Jesus is saying, be careful what you hear. I was just talking to my son this morning. That seems to be the hardest part, that first thing, to push all those distractions aside and hear. Just sit down and hear the word and realize the importance of it and how it's going to help you get from where you are to where you need to be, how it's going to help you through that storm. He is going to start a storm. He is going to come against you with a storm. We talked yesterday how Jesus, he he went from one storm to another storm. And I want to mention again, in case you didn't finish the video, because it was a last minute thing that I remembered that um, I wanted to talk about, is Acts 10.38 says, Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit. And he went around doing good and especially healing those who were harassed and oppressed by the enemy. And that is a storm. When the enemy is harassing you and oppressing you, that's a storm. And when you have revelation knowledge, which is what Jesus was doing, then you don't have to stay in that storm. You know, so many people talk about the valley that they're in. And really, Jesus didn't teach us to live in a valley. He didn't, leave, he didn't say stay in the storm. He, he represented to us, he showed us to talk to the storm and get out of it, to, to not stay there. And the way that we get to that place is we have to be careful what we listen to. Even Jesus went to the top of the mountain and talked with his father. He kept his perspective, and we have to too because Satan is sly. He comes dressed as an angel like, oh, you're going to die. Jesus is sleeping. He doesn't care. You know, and don't we do the same thing? Where's God? He doesn't care you're going through this. And why doesn't he care? Where is he? And that's what Satan wants you to think. And that's why we're to take captive every thought and make it like the word of God. But how are we going to make it like the word of God if we don't know it? And um, you got to hear it every day because otherwise it fades away. You know, when you hear a story and then um, you hear it again later, and later and later and later, a couple years later, later, you got to regather your thoughts to remember that story. And the Word of God is likened to that. You have to hear it every day. Faith comes by hearing the Word. And of course, it's all going to add up, which is what um, Jesus is saying in this parable. It's all going to add up. All, all the hearing that you do is going to add up. Anyway, he said... Um, after that, he said, you'll get more back. And for him who doesn't, even what he has is going to be taken to him from him by force. So if you don't hear the word, even the revelation knowledge that you did have, even what you had is going to be taken from you. Just like trying to remember that story. The enemy is going to come and fill up those empty rooms with his lies. And remember, there is no truth in him. And so he's just constantly going to be telling you a lie. And that lie, if you meditate, that lie will also grow. So then he said, um, the kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed in the ground. And when he continues sleeping day and night, he doesn't know how. But that seed grows. The earth produces, acting it of itself first a blade, then the ear, then the full grain. Then the full grain in the ear. And so it grows on the inside of you. The more you hear, the more 
revelation knowledge you're going to have, the more you're going to have under your belt. And then like James says, you're going to get to the place where you don't lack anything. You're going to get it. And Satan isn't going to be able to trick you anymore. You submit to God and you hear that word and you pay attention to that word. He's going to flee. He knows he can't fool you anymore. And that's why Jesus gave us heads up. He said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come and try to take that word from you. So you got to be ready for that. Peter said he's roaming around like a roaring lion looking for someone he can devour. And so the storm, you're supposed to stand in the storm. The name of the storm, Jesus said, is fear. And fear is a lie. The, the, the fear that is being told, put upon you, the lie that he's telling you is producing that fear in your life. And his intent is that you make choices according to fear. You make choices according to that feeling, that fear, that lie that he's telling you. Because then you're building your house in the sand. It's going to fall. You're building your life on what you can see, feel, hear, and touch. You're not in the kingdom of God. You know, you can call yourself a Christian, but really when you live in the kingdom of God, when you build your house on the word of God is really when you're a Christian. Because if you're not building your house on the word of God, if you're not building your life on the word of God, you're not going to, you can't stand because you don't know the word. And um, there's nothing to uphold you. When you fully trust and rely on God, then you have, then you're going to make it. You're going to make it through that storm and you can just walk right through. And that's what Jesus is saying. Don't stay in the storm. Just walk out. You know, he's looking for faith on the earth. He's coming and he's giving us this revelation knowledge because he's calling us to pick up where he left off to do his work. And we've been baby Christians too long. We've been dragging our feet too long without having understanding. And he is just reaching out to us constantly to give us revelation knowledge. To not only to have his will happen in our life, to ask what we will and show to be true disciples of his, but it's about that other person. It's about your neighbor. It's about sharing the glory of God with other people. He wants us to reflect him. And so your victory isn't just for you, but it's also for that next person to see the glory of God, to see the truth, to know that he loves all of us. You know, when he left, he told the disciples he wasn't going to leave them as orphans. He said he'd send the Holy Spirit. And so we can have the same if you would like to have his spirit Jesus living on the inside of you, then all you have to do is ask and he's going to come and he's going to teach you. He's going to clean you with the word of God, but you got to give him your time and attention. Um, his word is him. John 1, 1 says in the beginning was the word and the word is God. So you have to get that word in your heart. You have to pay attention to what you're listening to and you let it grow on the inside of you. And you know, that's giving him something to work with. You have to know the word, and he's going to speak the word to you, and he's going to train you to be a witness for him. And um, you're going to show his glory, and that's what he's asking you to do. He told the disciples that because they were following him. They left everything to follow him, and that's really what we have to do. It's not just, you know, um, a prayer that 
is going to get you to heaven or get you one one thing answered that you want right now and you can't stand it and so you're just going to do this to get through this but asking Jesus to come and live on the inside of you is a commitment it's a relationship that you commit to and it's it's a two-way relationship it's not just take 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 but he's asking you to show who he is to go and minister to that person that's in your life that needs him and we do that so much by not um, preaching but living that life living it out acting it out acting out the word of God so we're not a hypocrite so we're, we're just not saying it and then being lazy and not doing it. It takes work to live in the kingdom of God. There is a work to do. So anyway, all you have to do is ask him. And if you'd like me to pray with you right now, I could do that. Let's do that. Dear Jesus, we thank you that you love us. And you want to live on the inside of us and teach us. And clean us up with the word, with your word, with your truth. So that we can walk in goodness and truth. So that we can have all the blessings that you want to give us so that we can live in your kingdom and be blessed when we go in, when we go out, here and there and everywhere, so we don't miss a thing. So we're asking that you come and live on the inside of us and be our God and show us the way and help us to be as committed to you as you are to us. We love you and praise you, give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. He is so good. He's so in love with you. If you said that prayer, please let me know. I would love it so much to hear that you said that prayer for the first time. And um, any other way that I can help you, just let me know, and I will. God bless you. Thank you for listening today.